what up everybody what up what up brian h ward is here today i'm by myself for now for now um i got brother brandon he'll be joining me very very soon it's a party it's a party here tonight though the wrestling around now podcast so while we wait for brother brandon to get settled in let's go right ahead and do what we do run this intro baby when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Welcome to the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters, and I'm joined by, he is the real belt king. He has all the belts, any belt that you want. He got it, or he can get it, or he knows somebody who can get it. He even gifted us with this championship belt, a custom Wrestling Realm belt, which he has one just like it. He is the one and only. You know what? No, no. I'm he sorry. Is. I couldn't hear you. I, I couldn't hear you. What <laughs> See, you said? He, he got it in red because red <laughs> is his favorite color. But we, we, we still not finished his intro. See, like I said, okay. what, do you, what you have here is a man who is the guy. A man who will make sure that you're going to have a good day. What we have here, ladies and gentlemen. Is the man, the myth, the legend, ladies and gentlemen? I'm talking <laughs> the biggest Jericho holic, Brandon, the guy, guy, joining me here tonight on the Wrestler Realm Now podcast. <laughs> wow, that was an impactful entrance. I don't know who to come back from that one. I don't know if I can come back from that one. I'm going to tell Dwayne, he got to step his intro game up now <laughs> and break the walls down. Come see, on, baby. See, see I, on, I, baby. I know you, I, I know. I, I say you're the biggest Jericho-holic fan. <laughs> the Taquan is starting in the chat already, says Brandon prays to a Jericho poster before going to bed. <laughs> yeah, hey, just yo. Just the signature. <laughs> <laughs> see, that, that was I'm a flex right of- there. Yeah, I'm at the show. That I'm at the find ice downstairs. I think the picture of him signing the belt, or the picture with me and him, with him looking away, that'll be classic. That'll that'll be on when I get the belt reviews going. I'll, Yo, I'll share that tidbit with you. 
man, oh man. <laughs> but back back to this real quick. I mean, I don't think the world saw this. Uh, no, nah, they didn't see it in red. <laughs> you said version two. Version two. You know how mm-hmm. they have different versions. This is version two, and mm-hmm. the difference how you could tell is version two. You know me, B. You know I had to. Yep. <laughs> I had to be something to distinguish it. So version mm-hmm. one, I feel like when we do the bell history, was on a black strap. And it had the black strap with the black backing. This one has a red strap. And version two has the tip that has the Wrestling Realm logo on it as well. Full tip. <laughs> so I feel like I had to do that. So make it a little nah, different. But, you know, nah, it's, it's a I clone it. of yours. And I get That's it. I fun. love it. I, I love it. I see why you like it so much. I, I see why you like it. Like it's, now that I have one in my possession, I, I get it 100% now, brother. See? But, um, yeah, so how you feeling? Um, uh, let's just say this. Mm-hmm. Woo! That's how I'm feeling. And okay. every wrestling fan will know that woo comes at a good time, a bad time, anytime. I'm just a little bit of everything at the time. How about yourself, Jack <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> I'm good. Shout out to Justin. Um, Justin says, so do you wake up singing Judas in my mind? We're we going to have a Q&A session with Brandon <laughs> about his Jericho-holic-isms. It because, is one like, of the complaint- default playlist when I'm on my way to work. So let me tell you all something real quick because we got a packed show and I promise you we ain't burning the midnight oil tonight. <laughs> I'm in control. You promised me. You promised me that. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. If you remember, uh, you remember the first tape exchange we had? Yes. It was the Jericho tape. It was the break the wall. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, right, they listed mm-hmm. Jericho-holic numbers on there. And yep. I remember watching that tape. I said, they didn't interview Brandon. Like, they had Jerkaholic, like, 5,004, Jerkaholic, 303. I was like, they didn't interview Brandon because he would have been Jerkaholic number one. And that is a statement that I <laughs> will stick with. I said it then. I say it now. It's the truth. So, um, yeah, that's 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 where I'm at with that. I'm a lobby for me to induct him into the Hall of Fame because if you think about it, who could really induct him into the WWE Hall of Fame? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just going to. I'm gonna start tweeting no Triple H. Uh, <laughs> he's not around no more. <laughs> oh, he's coming back. He's coming back for his Hall of no, Fame. But no, I'm talking about I'm the a... person who would induct him. The perfect. I, well, that's a, he who shall not be named. Yeah, that's why I said there's no one that can induct him. So, you know, I want to start lobbying. Maybe if you think if I start tweeting Triple H for right now and it's a Jericho return, he'll be like, okay, I get it. Fine. Maybe I should <laughs> start doing that once a week. Be like, hey, Triple H, just let you know, I'm available. I mean, that would be a good idea, Just but uh, yeah, now you say something. But um, yeah. as 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 the real Dwayne Allen would say, uh, let's get into logistics because like I, I've been up since literally four a.m. No, yesterday, one, yeah, one forty a.m. Because I went to sleep early, so I missed NXT. Had to you know woke up then two o'clock. I was like, oh, well, watch New Japan. Main card don't start till three. Watch the card, dozed off a little bit. So yeah, but I've I've been up. Like I haven't been fully rested, but I'm good. I got two cups of coffee right here. So you see what I'm doing. This is mm-hmm. Brian H. <laughs> but you know, and it's, uh, a so, big, it's a big one too. So this is for Brian H. Right here. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So let me go ahead and as the real Dwayne Allen say, let's go ahead and go through logistics. Yes. Yes. So. Um, ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all subscribe to the wrestling realm, uh, subscribe on all social media platforms. Um, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. I just dropped, uh, a reaction 
to Charlotte Flair winning the championship and how everybody's super happy. So make sure y'all check that out. Make sure you also, as soon as the Realm stores back up, check out WrestlingRealm.com where you can get this. You know, Raw 30 is coming up, but that was the old logo. So y'all can check that out. And the real Dwayne Allen made a Jack Daddy Brian H. Water shirt. So you want to check that out? I promise whoever gets the shirt, I'll give you a voicemail. I'll leave. I'll call you. With it like Bruce Pritchard said, right? And so, if he sees your person, he'll sign it. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so make sure I check that out. And then, of course, uh, I know there's a lot of NFL games. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to Demar Hamlin. Um, if you do plan to go to an NFL game, an NBA game, Raw, SmackDown, anywhere, you buy your tickets on SeatGeek. Use the promo code Wrestling Realm, and you will get twenty dollars off your purchase if it's over fifty bucks. So make sure y'all do that, and of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're here. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button too. It helps us with the algorithm and stuff. These are thumbnails from season five, uh, where you I did my top five belts. I did my top five favorite video games. The real Dwayne Allen did his top five favorite world championships. There's a blooper reel coming uh, soon. Um, there's also <laughs> a spotlight on Roman Reigns when he was in the earlier part of his run. He's now over 800 days. So, you know, I wouldn't mind doing that again. We re-released the unreleased episode of the Attitude Era. And, of course, we did a black, black excellence in pro wrestling. And, yeah, so... And a bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. And then you can find shenanigans from us. Believe it or not, that was actually a still shot from a video that I forgot to record the audio. So we never got a chance to actually <laughs> do the promo that we did. <laughs> um, and I don't even like looking at this as I'm like depressed and 50 pounds heavier. But anyway, um, yeah, so now before we get started into the nitty-gritty brother brandon what did you watch this week oh boy so i you're gonna laugh when i say this i i went down some rabbit holes i probably shouldn't have because okay. it it dawned on me you know you know how you like a gear guy i'm mm -hmm. a, i'm more of the music fan guy because remember i sent you the link about bray wyatt's theme music Yep. So I start going back and watching like different versions of people's songs, different things. And then I went down a rabbit hole of who used it first and all that stuff. And then I realized that, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Like, for instance, the Street Profits music was actually Tamina's music for mm. a short period of time. You know, and I start going down those rabbit holes. And I was like, oh, yeah, everybody had Alicia Fox music. It was just like the default Divas music at one time. So I went down a rabbit hole of entrance musics and was watching them and out. You remember that was it the ruthless aggression era where they did like stone cold music was done by disturbed yep. um dead man well everybody had a different like rock version of it and of course one of my favorites was it wasn't jericho i'm just calm down brian it was actually <laughs> edge when it was never going to stop but i forgot how good that was but it was so short-lived i was my, like dang edge only used this for a short amount of time and then he went to the you think you know I, me I, I can't break through the glass ceilings edge yeah on the mid card <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? That was probably some of the more memorable Edge matches than his championship one because he was, and I know this is probably an unpopular opinion, he was a transitional champion a lot of times. But I went down that hole and was watching. 
you'd be surprised if you go through my YouTube history, you'd be like, dang, what interest music didn't you watch? And even back to the TNA days with the first Chris Medeo's, um Fallen Angel music, it was, mm. I just was going, then I went down to TNA when, remember, and then I went to the moment when, Ed, I mean, Christian debuted, and remember at the end of his song, it was like, because that's how, and the crowd yelled, how I roll, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, these were the good days, so, and you know that um, the days of the CDs and playing the entrance music, so it took me back a little bit. Yeah, uh, shout out to the casual wrestler, uh, the casual wrestling part. Make sure y'all check that out. Subscribe to their channel. Uh, I told them you're the guy. They got to get on the show and they start talking about belts. Uh, oh yeah, let's do this. Just yeah, let me says, know when. Let's do this. Song is amazing. Edge and The Rock were transitional champs. Rock had a run. Rock's run was yeah. 2000. You know, I don't. Yeah, think Triple H, yeah, I don't think Triple H needed to win the title in um at Judgment Day. But for the most part, you know, 2000, the summer 2000 was all rock. Uh, and we all know, like, that first title run, it was a star making, but it, we knew we was getting Stone Cold back. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, right now. He didn't need the title either. He was the, he was the attraction of a show. Well, the first time he needed it. When he yeah, I'm saying heel. once he won it, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Well, I I don't like the term doesn't need the championship. We've been through that before, you know. Well, well, it's gonna be another show for another time. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um yeah, right now I got on the Royal Rumble 2013. This is a good one. Um oh. did you go to Loafers that night to watch this? Which one, which one did I wait a minute? Who won that year? Cena to set up Rock no, Cena. I was going to go, no, but I didn't. No, I didn't. I was going to go because that was one. That's when you was calling me in between it. Yeah, I was supposed to go that year. Yeah, I went to Loafers to watch it, and um, I remember because my god brother came because it was around the corner from his house, and he hadn't watched wrestling in years. But he was all right. I come hang out and ended up enjoying uh the Royal Rumble because and plus the Rock was there. Um, so yeah, I got this one. I just read Brian Gewirtz's book. Just finished that earlier this week, and okay. how was it? It's really good. It's really good. Page uh, turner, he, huh? Would you call it a page turner? What you mean? I, well, I shouldn't like, say I read it. I, just, his... I listen. I listen to the audio. Um, oh, never mind. Then I thought you actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I'm actually though. I'm I'm slowly reading this one, but here's the funny part about this. I've been watching Young Rock, so. Watching Young Rock and reading this book takes me to like it puts me in like the rabbit hole of um like I'm thinking of when I think about the rock, I think of him uh as like when I'm reading this, I think about the characters from Young Rock. This is when and he I talks just about started watching episode one. You should be proud of me, B. You I, like I, it? I started I, I see why the appeal is and it, mm-hmm. it you know when it started off a film talking about he's running for president i was like okay this is what we're doing all right let's see where we go so <laughs> and then they play i like i like the storytelling that they're doing thus far and i can see why it's had multiple seasons so so far i think i'm enjoying it i was gonna skip straight to season three i said mm-hmm. no let me watch season one because i want to see that whole belt thing that everybody's talking about it's such a great show but Jay, you got to see because you got to see with him and you know roman or joe so <laughs> Yeah, so it's time. It is time. It is time. Ring the bell. Let's get right into the show. Brandon, we talked on the phone earlier, and I told you I had to save it. 
Let's break you down. Like, he said, stop it. Hold on. Yeah. I said, all right. Mercedes Monet. Sasha Banks is now Mercedes Monet. Made her debut at New Japan Pro Wrestling. I was excited about it. Um, you, it was the worst kept secret in all professional wrestling. Just like when CM Punk <laughs> made his debut at AEW. But to me, I, I I chose to just be in the moment. I didn't want to pick it apart or anything. I chose to be in the moment. Your thoughts? I'm going to just say this, and you're going to know where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. The internet has ruined wrestling. Okay. Because had we not known that she went on a plane last week, you're like, all right, so she went all this. I, to me, the bigger story was that Bailey was there with her, and Naomi was there with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's a moment that she deserved, but I think it got overshadowed because of everything else around it. And mm. her presentation, I felt like I I was expecting a because you know when New Japan do entrances, it's over the top. Their entrances are WrestleMania level entrances all the time, and I mm-hmm. thought her entrance was just like that's it. Like I, I needed more. You know, her presentation was good. I think that. You know, the finisher got botched a little, but that's not for me to say because I don't know what the move was supposed to look like. I know there was videos going around of her mm-hmm. practicing it, but it was, okay, we got what we wanted. There's history. Even the announcers made reference to it. I felt like she deserved this moment, but I feel like all the chatter of the moment took away from it. Because okay. had it been I any male superstar doing the same mm-hmm. thing let's say if it was a and i'll just give you an example because you know she's been compared to like you know the female roman reigns with like sales or merchandise or things like that let's say if it was bray wyatt doing that it would have had more pauper circumstance if it had been um i'm just trying to think of a wwe born and raised person if it had been a i just i, I i'm i'm just going to say a male instead of her it probably would have more proper circumstance it just didn't I feel like everything else overshadowed her. And I wanted this to be her. Wow. She, you know what? She bet on herself. Let's see what she does. Now we got to wait till February to see what happens. I can understand exactly where you're coming from, but I will say this. Um, New Japan, because of the time and because of the, yeah, the time difference mainly, it kind of had to happen this way, right? Because think about how many streams they were able to get or how many um yeah how many more people tuned in how many more people woke up you of course the die hard wrestling fans are going to wake up at three in the morning to watch new japan um wrestle kingdom but like me the last time i was intentional about watching it was when it was jericho and omega so I understand what you're saying but i think like if it was like if she let's say she was appearing on AEW, i would be like yeah you know but yes i mean the internet mm, internet has ruined wrestling i won't argue that point they definitely have but i think it was i think in this case it was all right yeah but i think i wanted more and when i say our presentation Mm -hmm. and i'm just i'm just saying like cody rhodes presentation at wrestlemania felt like this is a big deal not only because of his history but just how he was presenting the fireworks the changing the lights you know where it was just like cue the montage Here's some music, and here she is. And it was like, I don't know what I needed because, and I just take it back to remember when Shinsuke came out, and you know, every time he came out, it was something different. It was nice. 
Okada, mm-hmm. even though when he makes the Rainmaker, he was just standing there and all the coins was in the backdrop coming down. It's just like, that's what I mean, the presentation. It was like, I just, I needed more. I needed to be able to say, hey, remember that when she debuted? You know what I mean? Like, look, no matter what she did in the ring or what she said, man, did you see how uh, Mercedes mm-hmm. came? You know, did you see her entrance? You know, that type of thing. Sound like Kobe. More. More. <laughs> That's not good enough. <laughs> but it was okay. It was it was it was okay. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Um yeah, I um, you know, I'm I'm excited. You know, she's gonna take on Kyrie coming up in um February. February. Right? Yeah, for the IWGP women's championship. So I think you know, I, I'm looking for a banger, to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. you know, they've worked together, got some chemistry. So I'm excited about this. And I think it should be a good match. I think that it's definitely going to make people tune in. She's a global yeah. star, uh, or she's working her way to becoming a global star. She's definitely a superstar here in the United States. She's a crossover, you know, got crossover appeal. I like the fact she's using the name Mercedes. You know, people know mercedes vernado now because obviously in your world you know with the mandalorian and stuff so it's smart that she did that as opposed to being like monet banks or something like that so i think this is cool so i'm excited to see what happens as you know we look to get to um going through her year 2022 and 2023 and i'm not ruling out a wwe return you know um I, I don't, you know, I don't even, I can see her not having a long contract. I saw the post conference and she said, you know, she's trying to get uh, yen and pesos and all other types of currency. So what I see is a lady living her dream and I'm all for it, man. And now and it gives you that whole aspect of WWE isn't the only option anymore. And mm-hmm. like, I think it was you that said it. People worked in these to make it a WWE. People make it a WWE and then can go do other things now. They can actually go the opposite way now. And, mm-hmm. you know, in New Japan, it's not anything less of WWE. It's just a different. Mm-hmm. It's a different audience. It's a different thing. You know, you go in there, sometimes you can already become a bigger star than you did in other promotions just from going there. So I'm excited to see what she's going to do. But yeah, did you notice one little detail? And her hair, I felt like when yeah. I looked at it, I said, is she burning the blue front away? What was the red? Ooh. It looked like it was. And I was just looking at it, I was like, you know, looking at gear, like Brian does, she had on red and white, which is, mm-hmm. you know, for Japan. But then, didn't she have on blue boots? So it was like she was wearing red, white, and blue. I was like, it's got to be some symbolism that she's doing because she always has something going on with her gear, if you notice. Like, mm-hmm. Sasha does a lot of stuff with her gear. And I was like, is she trying to say she's burning the blue away? You know, she's she because she even called herself the blueprint. I was like, oh, be careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> CEO. Mm-hmm. She is the CEO. Oh. But uh, I want to talk about her contemporary, her longtime rival, somebody that she'll always be, for lack of a better word, married to in pro wrestling. And that is Charlotte Flair. <laughs> and not Bailey. You want to Charlotte <laughs> instead of Bailey? Well, okay, let's. True, but you know, it yeah, is the rivalry. Yes, and I was, I like this. I like the Charlotte because, mm-hmm. well, I, let me take this back. I like that Friday night Charlotte, but yeah, every time she's presented differently, she reverts back to the queen. 
Mm. Like she just has that presence about she's the queen. And it was like, she didn't have a robe. Her mm. music was different. Her look was different too. I was like, all right. And it was like, look, hey, I'm going to go to the crowd. I hope it's not a, oh, by the way, you know, I'm so happy that I'm back because I did what I needed to do. But I like the presentation they gave her on Friday. Um, I'm not a fan of the squash matches and I'm not a fan of, I just had a brueling championship <laughs> match and then here comes somebody to take the title from me. You don't and, like that? <laughs> because it's it's one of those things that keep being used and it was like, all right, we know Ronda's going to say yes to it. Most of the time, the heel is like, no, I'll see you next week. But it was like, remember, that's been done to Charlotte so much. So I'm like, all right, now she's doing it to somebody else. Okay, cool. But how many more times can we do this where – it doesn't feel stale, but you know, to keep her a record of every year for what the last 10 years she's been a champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's won a title. So I think that's it was a little bit more of that, but also I'm back and let's do something different. Nah, you're right. Um I, I so one of the things that's interesting, 14 times. And the reason why like when I was putting this together, I said I'm ready for I'm ready to hear that epic rant from Brandon about her being a multiple time champion. a 15 time loser I that's not what she's actually a 13 time loser <laughs> but i just like i don't if you look at it she's been nxt mm-hmm. diva women's champion raw women smackdown women you know what i mean like she's had the equivalent if i was the nxt male champion the world champion the WWE champion and the universal champion. She's done nothing different than what certain wrestlers have done. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But, and if you just take, if you take Charlotte Flair out of it and look at her accolades, you wouldn't say anything bad about Randy Orton. You wouldn't say anything bad about Cena. You would just, it would be in the same category. But when you look at a Roman Reigns, isn't he only has like five or six actual title reigns? But this Something one like is that. more dumb. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's Drew McIntyre has three. I'm going to include the NXT one. He has three title reigns, but each of them were memorable. And it was like with her, it was I was watching something they saw it. It was like so many phantom title reigns. Like her and Sasha traded the belt for what a few months back and forth. Just I wanted in pay per view, you wanted it raw. I wanted in pay per view, you wanted it raw. Mm-hmm. Which and I didn't I, hate. I know a lot I of people did. It, I didn't either because it was interesting. It gave me something to watch Raw for. Mm-hmm. It definitely gave me a moment, but it's just like with Charlotte, it's like, I don't want to say it, Brian, but does she really need the belt? But because Becky said it, who are you? No, I'm not. I'm sorry. Alexa Bliss, who are you without the belt? And that Ooh. proves the point. Uh-huh. And all the other female stars can stand on their own without it. And look at Bianca. Bianca established herself, lost the belt, still was relevant, and then came back and said, Oh, look at me. I can still get a belt. I'm Bianca Belair with or without this belt. Yeah. That's true. I'm going to switch up the rundown because I'm going to get on, touch on Bianca real quick. Um, Her and Alexa Bliss this past Monday. (laughs) You know, we can jump right to the finish right there. Uh, Well, first of all, Alexa still has all this stuff going on with her, with Uncle Howdy and Bray Wyatt, which I think that's where she's on her way back to. But what we did see was she busted her open, you know, botch or no botch. 
Yeah, you saw what she said. Like, my cousins, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but she basically put out a tweet, said, My my cousins wasn't ain't, uh my cousins ain't too happy about it. And you know how black people got some cousins. They, they like brothers and sisters, they squad up in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so I let me ask you this before we get into that. Do you think this leads to something bigger that this translates to their Royal Rumble? Or does this carry all the way to WrestleMania? That that's our opponent for WrestleMania because why go through that much and just finish it? You got to be starting some Triple H dust at this point. Oh, that's true. I don't think um it goes to the Royal Rumble though. Uh, I think I it ends think, at the okay. Yeah, I think I think this goes. I mean, I don't think it goes to WrestleMania. I think it does end maybe before the Royal Rumble. Uh, I, I think, think I knew what, you meant WrestleMania. That's the yeah. Sad part. <laughs> yeah, I think what I could see happening is. Alexa Bliss coming close and then Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy getting involved and then you know she's being taken out so that's why I can okay. see it happening but yeah that's gonna be interesting now we gotta talk about your boy okay. break the walls down or the what is he now the well the, the leader of the Jericho Appreciation Society <laughs> Chris Jericho mm-hmm. <laughs> he was um he wrestled Ricky Starks in an opening bout at AEW Dynamite. First of all, what do you think about the new Dynamite uh, set? So I missed looking at it because I was rushing home, so I haven't seen it yet. But I wanted to... I had some thoughts for the match because I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get your take on it. Are you well, ready I, for the conversation? Oh, go ahead. I, I skimmed through it. I was on the air uh, for TWG Fan Club. Shout out to Justin, who's in the chat. I don't know if he's still here. But he was in there. Um Queen PR, those wrestling girls, and uh, Ciendol. So we was on the air okay. when it, during the match, but it, I had it on. But let me show you the set real quick. It's... So what I need is to make sure that Rampage doesn't look the same. Even just the colors. <laughs> and that's what WWE did well because... How long did it take you to realize that main events, Sunday Night Heat, all those other shows were taped on the same time as Raw and SmackDown? Sunday Night Heat was the only one that you kind of knew was taped on Monday night because it was red, but Mm -hmm. a lot of things, different color. Everything was a different feel. And it was like Rampage and Impact. I mean, I'm sorry. um, Rampage and Dynamite looks like the same thing. It's just like, what damn, I watched it. Exactly. Same with Dark. Oh, dark, dark is even worse. <laughs> you yeah, know, dark so... is even worse because they just said cut the lights off and change the ring apron. Exactly. So I hope they um. Hmm. Oh, and that's why I applaud WWE for each of their show having a distinct color. Yeah. You know, remember if you saw, you know, if you saw something purple and orange, you're like, oh, this two hundred five live. If you mm-hmm. saw blue, you knew it was SmackDown. You know, what I mean, even for Evolution had its own color, so they could. It's Brandon, so. Um, <laughs> But said it in production nowadays, everybody wants screens, even in church. I knew the super <laughs> church producer would find a shot. Uh, real quick, it's funny <laughs> watching this. The Rocks uh getting ready to wrestle CM Punk for the WWE Championship. And you have, they showed, a, you know, The Rock's mom is there and his daughter is there just to think, you know, this is 2013, 10 years ago. Wow. And now where she's at. She's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'll be her yeah. montage. I'll yeah, watch but my I, dad. <laughs> But yeah, Jericho, man. 
So let me say I, this. This is before I even watched the match. Mm-hmm. And the build-up to it, all I kept saying was, I messed this up. Because every person that is on a hot streak or Jericho is trying to build up or mm-hmm. try to do something with, it'll be a good build, a great match, and then that person becomes an afterthought because you always remember Jericho versus that person. And Ricky Stark is too much on a hot street. Like, and I, I, you might think I'm crazy. Give him the whole company and let him run with it because Ricky Stark. He can't. Yeah, he can't. Okay. He was. He built so much. The thing I love about AEW, they can build the momentum for you and get you going, and then it's like, oh, you're on dark next week. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, we don't see you for a few months. Then it's like, what? The, what happened? Like, I thought we was we were cheering this person. We liked this person. What happened? So, and I'm just, without watching the match, I hope, I hope they didn't mess this up. Yeah, it was um solid, you know, at the end, you, you saw the Jericho Appreciation Society, which also led to Action Andretti, who they getting going, um, who just dropped the MCW Pro Wrestling Championship, which we knew was going to happen. But you saw him uh, out there, which I'm glad he's getting his shot and his opportunity. I met the kid last year, well, 2021, the end of 2021, and you could see the hunger. So to see him on TV doing this thing, that's pretty cool. But Don't worry. Give him a week. He'll be with a faction. He'll probably be with Andre Martin and his brother in a week. Whoever next He's gonna be a tri- like. Think about it. AW. Don't like anybody to be a singles competitor. No, oh, they no. don't. We gotta put you with somebody. Everybody, everybody gotta be with a faction. It seems like yeah. At one point, now I think about it. At one point, everybody was with faction except Sam Punk. And no, he, he had Dex Harwood and I was about to say. In the background, like, hold on, you by yourself? Who who do you mm-hmm. like back here? All right, you. We're gonna tease some stuff with you and them in case we need to push that button and mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Nothing. Let me. Right. <laughs> so your thoughts on the match, Brian? Yeah. I thoughts. mean, like I said, I just thought it was solid. You know, it was the, the storytelling. They want me to believe Ricky Starks is a star. I've been on the fence. I see what people saying, but then like, you know, the the promo he would when he had with MJF, it, it got me like, okay, I can see it. So moving when forward, you Jericho, you built like an air fryer. I said, yep. At that moment, I said. He's a star. He yeah. he was. He said you dropped like a dad on his fifth divorce. Or did it, is that what he said? Yep, something like, like oh, that. Oh, he is. He is ripping into Jericho, and Jericho just like. And I believe in the back. Jericho said, "Give it to me. I don't care what you say. Say whatever. Mm-hmm. Make reference about this. Just keep because you know Jericho is going to help get. One thing about he's going to get you over. He's going to help get you over. He's going to help get the attention onto you. But then that's mm-hmm. what do you do beyond it, like. And I go back to the story about Fandango. Look what he did with that man before WrestleMania. He yeah. got us caring about Fandango, about uh, what do you call him, a stupid ballroom dancer. Mm-hmm. Not to mention Johnny Curtis was a decent wrestler prior, but you know, give him a gimmick, he got him over. But that's what Jericho does. Yeah, absolutely. Let's. Uh, <laughs> uh... yeah, I, I miss not seeing the comments. I got to wait till you put them up because I feel like they. Oh no, nah, yeah, just the casual wrestler fan laugh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's let's take a quick quick break, and then we'll be right after we'll be back after this. But um, yeah, let's talk about let's let's go to break. Uh, show you what you need to subscribe to the Wrestling Realm on YouTube and show you what you can get. So when they're establishing like these labels, he wasn't part of it. 
Two, he didn't name it himself, right? Sure. But okay. we as the fans sit back, especially as Bret Hart fans, we think about it. It's like, well, you think about some of his moments, like, man, Bret was still in the shows. Yeah. yeah. Bret was yeah. establishing himself mm-hmm. as a workhorse, mm-hmm. a top guy. No, as a champion, mm-hmm. a top guy, and a workhorse. Yeah, so, I agree. we're going to go into the five iconic moments that established Bret Hart as Mr. SummerSlam. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So I actually changed my uh, <laughs> my thought on that. I mean, of course, that was recorded in 2021. <laughs> and I thought Brett was Mr. SummerSlam. I just like how the guy, Brandon Guy, just casually pulled out another belt. Well, um, you know how to pull out the heat version. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> he's probably sitting there watching us right now. Miss you, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Just wanted to make sure we we shot you out, and you know, and uh, I'm gonna make sure he's. I'm gonna want to show. I'll show you a belt off you, unless it's not. <laughs> with I'll make sure. Of it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So the thing is with the um, with the, yeah that episode. You know, I, I'm looking at Brock Lesnar now as Mr. SummerSlam. Yeah, I give a shout out to Flobo Boys because he broke he like broke it down. I was like. Okay, he's not really hating on Brock like he always does, but <laughs> he's got a point. He's, he's he's got a point. But um, yeah. So um, now I want to talk about what happened on Raw. Seth Rollins, man, it looked like he got hurt. Him and Austin Theory had a a good match. I thought. I sometimes think they wrestle each other too much. I think that could be a feud that you would want to pay for. Uh, but it let it breathe more. It needs to breathe. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Theory will win, but you did see Seth, like, hurt, you know, he hurt his leg. And I'm thinking, okay, it's just a part of the story they're telling in the match. And, like, he it was one move he tried to get him up and he couldn't. But sure enough, there was fan video and photos surfacing of the X being thrown up and him getting carried out. Brandon, Seth Rollins, if he's hurt, how does this change the complexion of Monday Night Raw moving forward? Cody Rhodes come back center. Mm, you got to okay. because where's where's Bobby Lashley? Let's think about this. Remember, it was literally Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, when Roman Reigns wasn't there, right? Mm-hmm. So we clearly know something is happening with Bobby, right? Yeah. And Seth Rollins arguably is your number one star on Raw. Absolutely. With or without the United States title. Let's just be honest. You ain't got Randy. AJ is now hurt. Mm-hmm. Do you put the ball in the Judgment Day court? Or because there's so much faction warfare that they're doing, it's like it's got to be around them. But you could look, you lost your top guy on Raw. You got to you gotta hit the back phone and call somebody and say, hey, we need you. Who do you call? Seth, who could, Rock, right, Cody Rhodes. Right. Who could stop? Flawlessly, mm-hmm. like, and let's just be honest. Seth's out 
three WrestleMania seasons. Cody might have been a surprise entrance on the Rumble. Everybody knows that, but you bring him back earlier, he does a couple of things to lead into it. It tells the story even more now. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I think of because you bring Bobby back before you repackage him. What do you really do right now? You you can't move Drew back to Raw. You can't move Sheamus to Raw. You can only hit a bloodline, but so many times being that point in the story, Becky Lynch and the women's division can only do but so much. Because, yeah, Becky could go back on top, but who's going to be her? Her and Bailey, can they carry Raw at this moment? Uh... You know what I mean? They can't carry it like Seth was carrying it, and I'm just calling it what it is. Mm-hmm. Becky, when she was the man, absolutely. She could carry the whole three hours of Raw on her back if you let her. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's that was a different Becky. Now it's a it's not the spotlight hasn't been on her, but the triple H dust in a minute can make you focus on somebody. But who do you focus on? It sucks. I hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. The casual wrestler says agreed on Cody, but Cody and who? That's a good question. Now, Nicola, uh, Nicholas Espinosa says, do you think 2003 will be Sami Zayn's year the way 2014 was for Daniel Bryan? I'm thinking, as you were talking, what if you, does this, this could make you kind of force your hand removing Sami from the judgment debt. I mean, the bloodline. But if you do that, look, so you do that, because I think that's going to be the post-WrestleMania story. Me too. You got to see, because now I think the Rumble plans are changed. Because I, I don't know. I just keep getting this weird feeling. Sammy might be like, what did you say? Even the person that don't win it, the last one standing usually has the other match. Mm-hmm. I feel like Sammy is getting too much momentum for them not to want to do something with him. But mm-hmm. you, when I say Sammy is a star, but is he is he Seth Rollins level right now that right. he can do it without the bloodline? Could you really care? It would have to be something dastardly. He goes away, comes back, haircut, you know, whatever it may be, you know, the old Sami Zayn, you know, to be the, I hate to say this, the people's champ, but to be that person <laughs> that you want to tune in for Raw for. Because right mm-hmm. now, what are you tuning in to Raw to see what Seth's going to do? You know, you mm-hmm. see what Becky's going to do, you see what Bailey's going to do. You know, you tune in for certain people. All right, what Bianca's going to do this week? Now that, you know, she got busted open, we're going to be all looking next week. Is she going to be on the show? It's something mm-hmm. will happen, but insert. I don't, and I hope that he's medically clear. He's okay. He's one hundred percent healed. Nothing worse than a wrestler coming back too soon and can't Absolutely. perform all the way or hurt themselves even worse. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know, you don't want to see him hurt, and it sucks because Seth Rollins been killing it. He's yes. been, you know, he was a lot of people's wrestler of the year. Not mine, you know. Still the tribal chief. Make no mistake about it. But I definitely understand, you know, you know, I I heard a stat, uh, shout out to Nick Bond of The Ringer. You know, he lost to Cody Rose 19 times. <laughs> Including the house shows. I was going to say, it had to be all the house shows, because I know they was, they was on the road with that match for a while. Yeah, because they did it. But... I know um, they did the match before the second one, and they did it like the same exact match in Jersey, the, like the night wow. before. So, but yeah, 19 times, uh, shout out to Nick Bond. He uh, does the ringer power board, WWE power board. And number three on the power board right now, I think it's still Roman because the Usos overcame him because of the, it's like he has a formula calculation of like wins and losses. So Bianca's number one, 
The Usos are number two. Oh, at one point, like Roman was probably number one. He wasn't number one that long. We launched this like right around WrestleMania after WrestleMania, and he was like, Roman won't be number one at that time. The Bloodline would be losing on the house shows when Roman was oh, doing okay. house shows. So gotcha. that's always um interesting. It's always interesting to see like different calculations, but. Yeah, you can check that out on the ringer.com. Also, check out my uh, article that I wrote about Bianca Belair. Why that was my favorite moment. Oh, snap. Shout out to Tony Macko in the building. So make sure y'all check him out. Appreciate you coming through the Wrestling Round Now podcast. We rolling. I told you, we're not, we not burning the midnight oil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you thought I was kidding. Look, I've been up all night. So, so let me ask you this. The last thing about that, about Raw, right? The status of Raw. Or do you shift the focus to the tag teams? Depends. See, right now. Because this is the perfect time to split the belts. You could. You know, but the, I mean. Because think about the tag teams on Raw. That could, as much as Chad Gable is mm-hmm. killing it, he is arguably the next best thing. If you want to say like the top five people, he's featured, he's doing it. Him, and, like I feel like they got robbed of there, but have him in the program. And so you got him, the Street Profits, you name it. It's just maybe you shifted around. I don't know. Well, so I'm just you, you. You're taking me right into the um, next point because the bloodline, mm-hmm. um, they wreaking havoc. <laughs> you, you know, this past week on Raw, and I know a lot of people was on Twitter saying they tired of the whole punishment is a match like a match is punishment you know adam pierce said, oh you guys are here you gonna work you now y'all gonna be in matches but the bloodline has been coming out proving their dominance i think after the conversation we had about best factions they kind of like solidified everything we were saying for those mm-hmm. who feel like the bloodline because it really feels like them versus wwe right now to the point they're calling out people to come help them. so i think you could split the belts or you just focus on the usos and help them keep building tag teams because i mean at this point i, I mean i like them i like the bloodline having the belts and it makes sense and they, they are the greatest tag team in my opinion and i think that you know even with that you have tag teams who are made so this could be interesting and i would just like to see if and I- it's crazy because when you look at the Judgment Day, they have mm-hmm. three superstars and three really good wrestlers. Mm. And then you have Rhea Ripley, who is a good superstar, a good wrestler. I'm sorry, let me rephrase what I'm saying so that I'm not going to confuse. Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Rhea Ripley. That's mm-hmm. the three I'm talking about. Dominic Mastro has yet to impress me yet, and I, I'm just not a fan. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, but, yeah, hard on Dominic, but he and is I'm gonna tell you what, hilarious. He, but it's, he's literally, and this is the best way to describe him. Mm-hmm. He's every creator character if you wanted to make a tag team partner for somebody. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Like, if I'm making a tag team partner for my creator character, yeah, I feel like it would be Dominic Mysterio. It's nothing really that I'm like, oh, that would set him differently. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's nothing about him that I couldn't just cut and paste onto somebody else. But Rhea Ripley, uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor, them three mm-hmm. are literally in their own. But as a tag team, I wouldn't want to see them as a tag. I would like to see Finn get a tag team belt so he can be a grand. He's a triple crown, but he needs to be a grand slam, right? Mm-hmm. 
but they could be in their own and stand on their own feet, but they put them in this faction, and it's like, all right, so when we going to pull the trigger on somebody getting something, and that's why I'm saying my theory is, if you get rid of the belt, treat her like we would if it was the male holding the world title, because mm-hmm. if it was Finn holding the world title, he always going to have a backup to him, but if she gets the Raw Women's belt, let them, I don't want to say be our heavies, but treat her like she's the most important piece of it. It's a well, different, see, I- it's a different I think she's actually one of my picks to win the Royal Rumble for that reason. I think she solidifies the Judgment Day and everything in this long-term build. But I think you put the if she wins the Royal Rumble, it's like okay, they finally got the gold. You know what I mean? I think she yes. could win one of the championships at WrestleMania. But I, I you know, the thing is with Dom man and Casual Wrestler says Dom gets no love. Um, you know, I think. He's funny. Like before when he came out, I was like, he looks so bland, right? But now seeing him in this personality, he he went to prison, man. <laughs> he went to he prison. He went to the room with a white wall. <laughs> I was like, what? like the a, closet you in? Like you look like you in a man, what but anyway. It, it's hilarious. I don't know, I'm not believing the mullet. I'm not believing when he says, Yeah, mommy, that's right, right, mommy. That's the it's point. So, he draws heat. And it's not X Pac so heat. It's so cheesy, though. You want to see him get beat up. (laughs) Or, hey, might need to work. Let me slide in and get the tag. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's what you used to say your character would be. Mm Mm-hmm. I just uh, want to let y'all do the work, and then I'm going to jump in and take the pin. mm -hmm. Yep, I got you. And I'm going to celebrate like I just won uh, the world championship every time. (laughs) But, yeah. Let's uh, move on to uh, SmackDown. Um... Super Cena made his return. John Cena came back. He, uh, him and <laughs> Kevin Owens defeated Roman Reigns <laughs> and Sami Zayn. People are looking at like, uh oh, this is the part where they get mad at Sami and kick him out. If uh, what you think? What did you think about everything? My kids loved the fact that John Cena won, so they felt the need to troll me because I kept throwing up my ones and they wouldn't throw up theirs. <laughs> so they felt like they had a win. All right, whatever. He's still trying to loved is it is it safe to say Cena is now nostalgic? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So it was a good <laughs> we've gotten there. Run. Yeah, I mean we feel like we got in there because last year when he returned, it was like it still felt like oh, he just took a break to do a movie and came back. This yeah. time it felt like I don't want to call him legend status, but it was like, okay. You know, and even though he was only in there for what, a cup of coffee, he wasn't it wasn't the I'm back. Look, I still got it. All this is going to happen. I'm going to do my five moves of doom. I'm going to carry the match. It was, I'm on the apron. I'm here to get everything hyped. Let me do my five moves. Boom, we're done. So I think that it was well done. I think that the match was put together extremely, extremely well mm-hmm. to not only protect Cena because you want to make sure you don't mess up his movies. Money, He's a franchise now. Yeah, you don't want to mess up Peacemaker, but you still are going to give us that, you know, and I was okay with it. I, I thought it was one of the better entertaining matches that Cena has had. Mm-hmm. And I keep going to Cena to be focal point of it. And not yeah. to mention, it's still Foom and robbery of Sammy and Kevin Owens. Exactly. I it was done, but they're like, uh-uh, we're going to add another layer for you. They're going to fight forever. That's why I don't want to see, yep, the Triple H dust <laughs> in the play. I don't want to see the bloodline breakup. I want to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens 
wrestle at WrestleMania again in front of a bigger crowd than yes. what they had before. You know, as I'm looking at The Rock and CM Punk, this was a good match. But, but you know, people don't, people don't give The Rock credit, man. The dude can oh, I work. The Rock I, mean, I don't give the other guy credit. But we Well, we know, yeah. You know, the business is in his blood. Uh, and it's funny that what Gewertz talks about that. Um, the, the, <laughs> the whole Cena and Rock exchange. I don't want to give it away. But, you know, the book ain't even a year old. So, but the whole Cena and Rock exchange during that um, battle. And then the lights just went out. So, you know what that means? The shield came out. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's the early days. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling crowned new champions. Kenny Omega. Did you I see don't that coming? I didn't. Um, I didn't see that coming. I, I honestly I, did not see that. I did not see that coming. Did you see the match yet? I saw I started watching it and I was like, wait a minute. I didn't realize it was 40 minutes. Yeah, so Is I was really like, 40 minutes? yeah, and I was kind of like dozing in and out. So I got to sit down and watch it. People are calling it the greatest match they've seen, you know, and I've heard that with Kenny Omega and uh, Okada. But people are like, oh, this is the best match I've ever seen, and this, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I but you get know it. Gave me for the first few minutes that I watched, it felt like so. And I, I'll give Kenny Omega his props when it comes to this. He can do mm-hmm. these long matches and tell the story that makes mm-hmm. you say, "Wait a minute, there's more." But wait, there's and it never feels like he's tired. He has stamina. It's like because I remember back that match that him and your guy Daniel Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Had mm-hmm. and I was like, wait a minute, was that really just thirty minutes? I was like, yeah. I needed more. Wait a minute, what? What? Wait a minute, no, no, that can't be it. Like, no, they're gonna let him fight someone. I was like, damn, it left you hanging. And I feel like, what better dance partner? Because Kenny Omega said it. He said, I'll admit, after the match when he did the front conference, did you see what he said? Mm-mm. Kenny Omega said, three hundred sixty-four days. Will Ospreay, you are a better wrestler than me. But it only mm. takes one day to beat a champ. Now I was <laughs> like, he said it, but yeah. he ain't lying. And then Don Callis, who I don't like, why did he keep giving him a mic? He did make a good point. He said, in any other universe, you would be the greatest wrestler, but not when we have a god of wrestling right here. I was like, he said something like that. I was like, so we all know Will Ospreay is, is five star no matter what match. Mm-hmm. But for him and Kenny Omega, I was like, wait a minute, they really going 40 minutes? So I was I was shocked that they okay, let me say it the right way. I'm sure mm-hmm. shocked that New Japan allowed an AEW star to hold a belt. Mm-hmm. But That's it's Kenny Omega. You but know, I look know at I'm the... just saying because I feel like AEW New Japan keeps getting the shorter of the stick when it comes to AEW. Mm. That's why I was surprised. Yeah. Well, see, I was just surprised just because he's from AEW. You know, obviously, you've been paying like more attention to that, but yeah, that's what made me surprised. And but like I said, it was a good match. Um, you know, Okada won the world title. I was, I, I guess, not to say shocked, but you know, I was like, okay, so it's kind of um, like the reset button. But see, this is why I'm not shocked. That brings me back to our surprises for the Rumble. If mm. you follow the, mm-hmm. how would I allow a contract to happen with a contracted superstar who is a champion to appear on Monday Night Raw? 
send him back to Japan, keep the belt, come back to Raw, perform, send him back over to perform, and then let him drop the belt. This was not a one-time thing. It was, what, three months that he was never overweight champion from no, when I'm he talk, not, I remember I said Okada. No, no, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm just saying okay. follow that. Oh, yes, so that yes. That was so, one deal that was brokered. You let me Anderson. tell this story with Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. Across the street, well, what you say? The other building. What's your analogy? Uh, you going across? What did yep. you say about? Yeah, <laughs> we were back uh, in the day when wrestlers used yeah. to walk across the street from WCW to WWE. You got arguably one of the greatest stars from New Japan going to pro wrestling, Noah, mm-hmm. and they announced all of his accolades of being a former Intercontinental U.S. and they called him a former Next Champion. I think they that, they were trying to be next. I was like Next Champion. I was like, okay, I get it. But you, you giving him his accolades and saying WWE superstar, all right. Mm-hmm. Then you gave. I don't want to say because if you really wanted to keep Sasha Banks, she wouldn't have left. But you let her go because same thing. Go do what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you be trying to go after? And this is where WWE does things. Moments. So when I start looking at all the dust, I'm like. He's going to drop that belt to Okada because Okada is their John Cena. Mm-hmm. Okada is their – don't laugh at me when I say this, but he's kind of like their Ric Flair. And anytime you need it, you need a good match, you need somebody yeah. to put put the company on your back, Okada, he's safe. And I'm not taking anything away from Okada. I'm saying because comparing him to Ric Flair, we know back in the day if someone's in trouble, break the glass, hey, Ric Flair. You know, and you knew you was going to get a great match. You knew you was going to get a great champion. You was going to get a great attraction. And that's what Okada is. Because if you hit that coin drop in the Royal Rumble, the world will the world will lose their mind. But yeah, what's bigger buddy. than a coin drop? In that sling, sling, and switch. You think that would be bigger? Because you wouldn't expect you wouldn't okay. expect that because his ties to AEW. And yeah. now if he comes in after the he would have been champion. It wouldn't happen. Why would I send my champion to the Rumble to lose? Oh, because remember, there's so many stories that you could tell with him in the Rumble. Mm. And remember, a lot of time Rumbles have moments that, oh my God, we never thought we would see this. Yeah, granted, AJ and now Seth are injured. They might hold off on that because imagine them three in the ring looking at each other. Yeah. And the casual wrestler just brought up the uh, passing of uh, Antonio Inoki, which, you know, they definitely honored him. They said they had to do mm-hmm. the title change. Okay, got it. That makes so, sense. Yeah, it was, Um, you know, like I said, I, I mean, I'm going to go back and watch some of the matches. Uh, but definitely, was, I enjoyed the Carl Anderson-Tamatanga match. Uh, That's you know, solidified and, Tamatanga right there. It's solidified, yeah. like you said. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I ain't what a fan, but I might have to really pay attention now. For real? Only, and the reason I'm saying it because they treat ever since they got rid of the Intercontinental Belt, you notice mm-hmm. that it's like the never open weight and U.S. Belt are kind of like which one is really the secondary, which one is the other belt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like before it was World Intercontinental, it was like this U.S. Belt is kind of like, but now it seems like the never open weight. They're like, hold on, this is just this is how we're going to build our star. The U.S. is going to be the established star. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, they're like, we're going to build our next star here. 
Yeah. So if you look at, at the never open way, they keep giving them to the people they want to shine spotlight on. Yep. So it'll certainly be interesting. Brother Brandon. <laughs> I told you he was gonna get through it. <laughs> you ain't feel rushed, did you? <laughs> no, not at all. I feel like we had this felt like one of those segments was like, let's rapid fire it. Let's let's go at it. Let's go at it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's what I felt like. Like we doing this, but I do. I want to share this for all the wrestling fans. When you get a chance, right? Mm -hmm. There is literally in Bray Wyatt's theme. He says, "Wait a minute." He says, "You can throw it all away. When things break, things shattered. Keep it written on your face. The little details matter." He putting all kinds of dust in this dag on just to his interest music. Real quick, He's, Uncle Howdy. Who is he? I, you know, I'm not worried about who he is. I want to know okay. what role is he playing in this. Uh, what are we gonna? Because, like, all right, think about Bray Wyatt, right? Mm-hmm. When he came back with the Fiend character, we have Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, right? Yep. When he fought the Miz and he came out to, we're really glad that Joe and the Miz face had everybody. He's like, is this what we're doing? We don't get the feed. We getting Bray what? what? Mm-hmm. And he was happy go lucky. It was like, so we didn't get the feed. Why? Why do we get Bray Wyatt? He wrestled a different style. I felt like the face is a foley. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Somebody didn't get the memo. What's that? <laughs> Somebody didn't get the memo. We we get right close. Hey, it don't matter. I, I just want to jump. I just want to jump Hugh. on real quick because you know you guys are doing a fine job. I just want to let you. y'all know. I've been listening the whole time. Mm. Man. <laughs> I appreciate y'all brothers, man. Thank you for everything, bro. That's it. That's it. He's home. That's, I mean, y'all can go ahead and continue your conversation. I'm just going to chill. I ain't going to say nothing else. <laughs> I was like, I said, I told Brad, I said, look, last week we was three hours. I am not doing that. And, 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 and we was <laughs> closer than one because I'm, look, I've been up, up since. Yeah. Jesus. I'm <laughs> almost at the 24 hours. hour mark. So. But I will say this. I'm going to just say this. When he, when he did that, we started seeing what Prey Wine and the Fiend was. Then mm-hmm. I feel like, well, all right, give me give me something to know that this is what Bray Wyatt, if Uncle Howdy, somebody different, is she about to become Sister Abigail? I don't want to say I'm tired, but I'm like, you add layers without keeping me interested because just like I said, how many more times, and I'm glad they stopped doing this, Roman comes down to the ring just to say, acknowledge me. <laughs> how many more times he going to come to the ring and fight with, and fuss with L.A. Knight? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... All right, I'm um, ready for. All right, Uncle Howdy attacked you, but what does this mean? All right, what is, what's happening? We got to wait to the Rumble to have a pitch black match, and uh, I don't want. Why you gotta have a gimmick attached to your match? I I, I don't understand a pitch black I match. Get, it's <laughs> all about sponsors because it's part of Mountain Dew, but I'm like, yeah. Um, what, what are we what are we expecting here? So. Mm-hmm. Be expecting a new flavor from Mountain Dew. What you talking about? That's it. (laughs) That's it. But I'm saying, like, 
cross promotion with wrestling and stuff like that, I mm-hmm. could do without it. Yeah. But, well, uh, brothers, I'm gonna we're gonna get ready to close out, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming through the Wrestling Round Now podcast. Uh, I know the it's probably fire show. We had a we had a good conversation about everything. You did. That's why I left y'all alone. You know what I'm saying? I could have jumped on a couple <laughs> minutes early, but I was just like, "Hey, y'all getting it?" We, but, we I ju- but I will jump on and give y'all y'all flowers. You feel? I, I appreciate that. You're the coolest <laughs> man in the room. Right. I feel like I'm underdress now. It felt like a couch touch, it did but uh brandon go ahead and let the people know where they can find you you can find me on instagram at custom guy 913 or on facebook um, under my real name or custom guy look forward to in 2023 this year to see belt review coming soon which will be part of the wrestling realm is that official now on b-boys yeah, man, you talk to the the the, the big man. I'm the medium size <laughs> man. You talk to the big man. <laughs> there will be some belt reviews coming where you can get to see a chance where I go in a little in depth about some of the collection while I have certain things, and it'll oh, be man. like an educational thing for anybody who wants to get into the belt hobby. So that way, you know the difference in like brass, zinc, two millimeter, four millimeter, what to get, what not to get, shot versus extra, stay off of eBay, all those mm-hmm. good things. So that way, I can tell you what mistakes not to make. Mm-hmm. And what things that you can do, so be on the lookout for that. It's coming. It'll probably be here before Realness reacts, and that's that's a <laughs> shot at you. That's a shot hey. at you because I've been waiting for it for like seven hundred forty-six years. I'm waiting for that Realness reacts, but yeah, we're <laughs> waiting. Coming exclusively yeah. to Patreon, the Realness yeah, reacts, where you get to see him make faces like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's going to get us for that one. Uh huh. Yep, I'm waiting for it. this. Is gonna... for you, sir? I'm waiting for Realness Reacts. Uh, Nicholas, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We're here every Wednesday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, usually we, we go about two hours. 10.30. He texted me at 10.29. I'm like, you ready? I said, I'm ready. Look, look here. I was running up the steps with this. I was like, yeah, I'm coming. Hold on. He's like, this is jumping. The intro stopped playing. I'm like, this. Oh, he, oh, he can see me. Nah, I, I, look. <laughs> hey, I saw the link come through. I was like, dang, okay. Right. The, the, the graphics, the pre-show stuff was made at one, at like three o'clock this morning. <laughs> so, you know, four, four, four o'clock. But um, Hugh, let the people know where they can find you. Man, they already know where they can find me, man. <laughs> come on, man. I'm everywhere. Actually, I'm third. everywhere. You ain't never there. Wow. Yep. H A S three R D. Check me out. Twitter, IG. I'm also on the Facebook, man. Type it in. I'm- but y'all know to find me, Brian H. Waters everywhere. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Wrestling Realm. Go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and write some comments. We'll put them on the screen. We'll tell you about it. But, yeah, show us some love there. Give us the five-star ratings. Uh, Help us out as we try to grow this show. We want to make sure we get the podcast. So if you missed it, it'll be available on YouTube. It'll be available on Apple, Spotify, Google. You name it, we are there. So till the next time. Oh, make sure you subscribe to us on Twitch, too. Follow us there. And I forgot my Twitter, (laughs) BA underscore guy. 
ba underscore guy but um yeah we definitely appreciate each and every one of y'all who tuned into the show tonight we had a ball shout out to brandon coming through shout out to brother hugh back in the building shout out to the real Dwayne allen he got that win tonight i hope uh you know he's coaching but you know the wrestling round now podcast is here each and every wednesday we're kicking off the year 2023 the right way so and now and see now young people tuning in but i'm like oh i know right hey, everybody you should have been hey. that oil bro hey, like, I, got time. Hey. I know right but nah hey. not tonight y'all y'all can catch me real quick, quick, cause... shout them out real quick before you sign off so they, we know who's there well, no, I mean, I just see the numbers. I don't see the. Oh, you uh, see the number. Okay. I already shouted out everybody in the hey, chat. It, it is okay, keep good. going up, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, but I appreciate y'all. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to our day ones. Until the next time, folks. I'm Brian H. Waters. He is has the third. He is the guy, Brandon guy, and we will see y'all next week. Same wrestling realm place, same wrestling realm universe, same wrestling realm channel.